What is up, everybody? My name is Cam. Welcome to the podcast. This is my very first one. It's called Talking Economics with Cam. And today, we're just going to be talking about some key concepts on what your economy is going to look like and what are some pros and cons. How would you find that balance? All different kind of viewpoints on what would happen if your minimum wage went up to $15. We're going to be breaking this down into three segments. So without further ado, let's dive right in. Alrighty guys, so the first segment of the podcast is going to be covering the cost and demand and how the balance is set up to make sure we avoid economic shutdown. That is the biggest thing that we're going to be covering. Um, so again, I'm going to be answering some questions from you guys. And uh, yeah, I mean, let's get right into it. Let's get in straight away. So the first couple of questions that I think were the biggest thing is... If we make more money and if if minimum wage is going to be raised, what is that going to look like for us? It's very simple, okay? And I think this is the biggest letdown for me personally. Is the I think the goal with this is government spending. Um, I'm not gonna you know sit here and discuss my my personal political views, but I think this is all about reform and policy. I think Biden wants more government spending. He wants to increase the limitations of the amounts of money and things that he can do that support his personal party and support his personal preference based off of the mindsets that he shares with him and and Vice President Kamala Harris. If we make more money, then we give more money. And government spending lies strictly on taxes. That's how the government makes their money. That's also how we end up in debt. So the more money we make, the more taxes are going to be issued, which means the more we're going to have to pay, which in turn means that the government has more spending. But again, staying on a, on a, on a budget, especially historically in this in this country, has never been as crazily as successful, and that's that's one of the primary reasons why we are in so much debt. And I don't think that it would change for this for this personal executive branch that we are currently under right now. I think we would put ourselves in trillions more in debt. Um, it, it just so happened that I saw on the news today that by the end of year 2022. Biden and the executive branch are proposing to spend a total of six trillion dollars. And how do you think we're going to do that? Because we're nearing trillions in debt. We don't have trillions of dollars in a vault. Um, so how would they do that? Taxes. And you know, six trillion dollars. There's not enough high class citizens in this country that are going to be able to take care of six trillion dollars in debt that the effects of that tax plan or whatever they're opposing to 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 do because you know i remember specifically in the um in the presidential debate kamala harris specifically said we are not going to tax people over four hundred thousand. now i'm not quite entirely sure if that was on tariffs but regardless of what it's being placed on the effects of that tax plan when we're in the face of 
trying to finance six trillion dollars it's going to fall on everybody there's no way that it could not um so yes you know whether you're working a minimum wage job or whether you're making six figures a year you are going to be paying more taxes that is required in order for people like them to want to be able to spend our money it's all of our money okay and this is all of our money anything that happens anything that is supported or is engaged or initiated or proposed by a certain party that they want to get done in this country it's done through money nothing is not done through money nowadays where does that money come from not out of their back pockets it comes out of ours and and that's that's taxes so another question is would things balance out in a way yes if you make more you pay more if you make less you pay less right so I mean it it potentially can but here's the thing right if you make more and let's just say you go from 725 an hour to 15 an hour and you make more the price of everything is going to go up and the biggest problem with that is if we increase minimum wage which is the majority of our young population in this country if we increase the minimum wage then there's going to be a certain line that we won't be able to cross and what i mean by that is a lot of the things that are going to go up in price are things that we're not going to be able to dictate we're not going to be able to control things like milk things like gas the daily essentials those things are going to skyrocket okay so eventually that balance is going to fall towards expense which means we're going to end up paying more than what we make right and you know the question is well why doesn't that happen now right because again the, the rich right i mean you know when that you know that certain high class population that pays the majority of our taxes that's the biggest thing that affects the market that affects our the cost and demand aspect of things for our lower and middle class citizens it, it allows us to keep up with that and that's the balance that i'm that i'm talking about when you when you increase minimum wage to a certain degree where we can't keep up with it because again the majority of our population is not rich okay then we're gonna fall short and we're gonna fall short big time um again this is all based on government spending so again you know those are just a couple of questions um, that I wanted to dive right in uh, when it comes to the the balance aspect of things and what this what this segment is. Um, so without further ado, we're going to get into the next topic, which is how our economy is going to lean and not one direction more than the other. Again, how are we going to find that balance? I'm going to go over a couple of proposed uh, solutions, and um, we'll get that going straight away. So again, let's get right into that. Alrighty, guys. So, like I said, the next segment 
um, is going to be discussing the balance. We're going to, we're going to continue with the balance, how it keeps our economy from leaning in one direction too much over the other. That's the biggest thing. Falling, are we falling short or are we falling high? Um, so I think the biggest thing with this topic is just discussing some key points. Number one is the pros, right? We all want to make more money. That's the ultimate goal. Has how can we put ourselves in a position where we do our work effectively, but we use minimal effort and we go home with the biggest paycheck that we possibly can. That's the biggest goal, right? Is making as much money as we can. We all want to be successful. We all have goals. So allowing, you know, for an increase in minimum wage, knowing that that's the the biggest majority of our, our young population in this country can seem motivating, right? You know, we switch jobs and we find different things that work for us that allow us to make more money. Um, and that, that cuts that problem right then and there for us. Also being that, you know, most young kids, they don't have the expenses and the things that adults have, you know, having big houses and kids and, and things like that. So, um, you know, for those young, you know, individuals in that situation, even though they're paying more in taxes, they're still going to have, I think, even more money left over. So, you know, that 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 might be the biggest pro, and and maybe even the only pro in this case is that people would just want to make more money, and if they're not educated and they don't know about economics and how that would affect their lives in some of the worst of ways, then they would all be all for it. And I, I mean, I, I there's no blaming them right? Because, again, we all want to make more money. That's the goal, is how can we make more money and have as much money as we possibly can after the fact? And what I mean by that is bills and, and all the daily expenses that everybody has, you know what I mean? So, moving on to the cons, and, and these are, again, you know, you have to have a certain level of understanding with economics. It falls back on taxes, 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 taxes. You know, again, like I just said, the younger population, they don't have those those expenses. And if you're a teenager still, you know, in high school and you have a minimum wage job, you don't have any expenses. Um, but that, that doesn't account for the people that do. Um, you know, sometimes saving money and having money left over to do the things that you want to do can be a struggle. And maintaining and balancing and budgeting your money in that way can be a big hassle, too. So the biggest thing is trying to create ways where you don't take on as much. And I mean, taxes are taxes. There's nothing, there's nothing that you can do about them. They're, they're just there. So the fact that Biden, again, wants to spend $6 trillion and he wants to raise the minimum wage all in one sitting, it just seems rather impossible that we would be able to keep up with that. And I think a lot of people would lose their homes. And I think a lot of people would... A lot of the smaller businesses would shut down because they would have to mark up a lot of the a lot of their items, and I think a lot of the people who have that money are the primary consumers in this case because they have the most amount of money where they can go out and buy those things and enjoy themselves. And you know, if the markup is dollar amounts that show evidency, then people are not going to want to buy and you know if it's a federal thing that minimum wage is to be at least 15 dollars 
then how would those small businesses be able to pay their employees? They wouldn't. And so those are just, you know, very few of the the uh, amounts of cons that could possibly take place with it, within this. And I, and I want people to get, you know, some sort of a basic understanding out of this is that we just cannot have minimum wage and taxes and the mass amounts of government spending be the way that it is. It just can't be that way. And and that, and that that falls back on what it would look like. You know, that's that's one of the major questions is what where would we be at? How would life be? And that that's it. Um Yeah, you know, and there's no there's been no such plan addressed for how this has been taken care of. I certainly haven't heard anything. All I've heard is that they're going to attack certain people, but again, it's not going to be able to maintain in that same spot because, you know, just because they're rich doesn't mean they, they, they want to pay taxes any more than, you know, the poorest person in America does. It, it nobody likes to pay taxes. It's literally money that we're losing. Um. So, and again, you know, things like cryptocurrency and, and things that his side has, has pushed the American people to, to invest in. You know, those people invest and they make, you know, let's just say they, you know, put $1,000 in and the stock market goes down a couple of times where they see those divots and they put more in because it's cheaper. And within a year or two, they make 10 times the amount right um that they put in so they're generating a lot of money people are getting half of that taxed because there has been a statement specifically suggested by president joe biden saying nobody needs that much money it's not about how much we need okay it's not about that it's never been about that how much money that you make how much money that you earn, whatever way you do to earn it, is rightfully so. And just because one individual may feel like you may not need that much money gives them no right. Especially the people at the top that are supposed to be leading this country in the right direction to suggest that they could just tax half of it. Because it's not for the benefit of the country. It's the, for the benefit of government spending it. That's what it's always been about. They want more money to spend so that they can do things their way. Because that's what it requires. A lot of stinging money being spent. None of which, and, and this is how I feel, none of which that they have wanted to address and change and reform has benefited the American people. It's all been at the expense of the American people, and it's just not fair. It's not fair at all. It's not the way our stock market has worked. It's not the way capitalism works. I believe it's manipulation, and it, it most certainly is. I mean, it's not. You can't deny that simple fact when people are getting half of their earnings from money that they put in on their own, on their own, right? The, the government doesn't aid you in how much money you invest 
right? Because investing is a game of gambling. You either win or you lose. And the people that are winning <laughs> in, in some way, shape, or form are actually still losing. And there's nothing that you can do about it. And it's just, it's not right. And it's made a lot of people angry. And, you know, it, things, things, things I think are going to change here in the, in the near future, whether for the good or, or you know, whether for, you know, it, it's totally up to time. But again, those are just some of the big viewpoints that I, that I've thought about constantly and, and the cons that I've, that I've had constantly. And I think they far outweigh the one and only pro, the only one, one and only pro that I've been able to think and, and, and recognize. Um, and that, and again, that only targets this very specific audience that don't do a lot of the tax paying so um again that's just that's that's topic two that's that's a couple of different segments so we are definitely going to go ahead and um head into topic three but before we do that i want to give out our sponsor for this video it's brought to you by william j brennan high school They've been a huge support for this podcast and are the teaching grounds of where all of my information came to be. Politics has never been something that's been super, um, it's never been something that I've super been interested in, right? But William J. Brennan has allowed me to become interested in it and the fact that I can talk uh, a, you know, a little bit on their behalf because they're responsible for a lot of the information that that comes out of my brain it's they've been super supportive and so um again it's a great high school i would definitely consider looking them up and giving them a look um so again let's move on to segment three we're going to be talking about how we would be able to raise the minimum wage and still keep the economy balanced so without further ado let's get into it All right, guys, so we are back with the third segment and third topic of my first podcast. Um, in this segment, we're going to be talking about how we could possibly raise the minimum wage and still keep that balance that we've been talking about all podcasts long. So we're going to be discussing some key points here. And the first one is a long-term plan, and this is how I envision it. Again, I'm no politician, and um, I, you know, I, I do know a thing or two about economics but I'm not any expert on anything so but I think we need a long-term plan if this is something that we're going to do I think we need a long strategic plan set and placed out that is ran through in our Senate um, because it's important that we don't go from 725 to 15 I can't stress that enough because I fear for the worst of the worst, and the worst of the worst is, in my opinion, the most common result, the most common outcome of of what would be to come in that situation. So again, I think it needs to be over a long-term plan, and I'm I'm talking you know two presidencies worth of time, so you know eight years, and I think doing it in spurts would be the best way. Because it allows it allows us to catch up. Say we went from seven twenty-five to eight dollars an hour. That's a total of seventy-five cents for every person in the United States. Now, adding that all together collectively is a lot of money. But that being dispersed 
among the millions of Americans that pay taxes, it would come down to cents. Literally, it would come down to cents more that we would have to pay in taxes. And that that is acceptable. And again, we would go from $8 to $8.25. And it would continue to go up and continue to go up, right? But it would go up in such little spurts that it would allow us to prepare and it would allow us to not not only do that but expect the little bits of amount that we would have to pay more and it eventually you know when we if, if we were able to get to that ten dollar range after several years then yeah maybe you know things like milk or clothes or things would go up but it would go up in cents right because we're already paying the other remaining cents in taxes the more we're paying in taxes, the less the other outside elements that we're going to have to pay. And if we were to pay for those outside elements, again, it would narrow down to cents. That's the biggest thing, right? Is a, you know any store could mark up all of their items fifty more cents. No one's going to stress it. Why? Because it's fifty cents. It doesn't make the difference. And that's the, that's the same thing that applies to taxes if my taxes were for every paycheck $55 and it went up $55.50 over the course of 3 to 4 years and i'm making 2 to 3 dollars more per hour then we still make more at the end of the day and where our economy is balanced right and think about it this way if we were to go up and up and up and up and up and increase taxes right by that extra 50 cents from 55 dollars imagine if that multiplied by the billions of people that live in this country i mean that that's that's more money that that these people already want anyways right so i think it needs to be strategically placed out and i think that's the basic outline and again, then you know the second topic that I put down is raising the minimum wage slowly, where the difference in price literally comes down to cents, and that's that's what it comes down to. Can we build our economy where people make more money, right? Where they where we get to that, not maybe to the fifteen dollar range, but you know somewhere relatively close. And we, excuse me for my yawn. And 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 we were were able to control and and that's the other thing right it being able to dictate and control is the biggest advantage in and raising everything can we control how much the price of milk will be can we expect a, a certain raise or a certain decrease and and how, what ways can we do to prevent it if we were to make that spontaneous decision hey let's increase the minimum wage to 15 dollars Where's the strategic plan after that? Where, where's the aftermath? What are we going to be doing and how are we going to be making those certain moves to save the American people? So, and, and that's, that, that's the biggest thing. Building that strategic plan. Finding leaders who are, for the time being, cut gov cutting big-time government spending. Focusing on our small businesses because... In the long run, there's a lot more small businesses than there are big corporations. It has to be. There can't be too many big corporations because our big corporations make money off of consumers, right? 
And what do they do with that money? They invest that in smaller term businesses and they in turn generate more revenue for those big corporations. That's how it works. The consumer spends money at a store at a, at a, at a smaller business and that smaller business is currently being invested in and in some ways funded through these big time corporations and in turn they make revenue off of that. that that's how it works. It works in a circle. So and if we had too many big corporations and not enough small businesses, we'd be losing a lot of money. So, again, it's all about the balance. It's all about the balance. We have to focus on cutting government spending. We have to find a strategic way to slowly implant those increases in minimum wage. If so, if that's what we wanted for this country. We have to start focusing on the American people and the cost and demand aspect of things, right? Because that's how it works. If you want more, you have to be willing to pay more, and you have to expect to be paid more because that will be the total outcome because you're not the only one making $7.25 an hour. There are millions more just like you in your situation who, again, want more money. They don't want to pay more money. That's going to be the end of Topic in Segment 3. Thank you guys for listening for that one. Alrighty, guys. That is going to be the end of my very first podcast. Let me know what you guys think, man. I, you know, I think this is this is going to be something good. This is going to be able to take off where, you know, I get some, you know, viewers. And, and obviously, I, I value you guys' time. And, and I hope what I'm saying seems logical. Um, so I, I just want to thank you for your support and anybody who listens, thank you for your time, um, you know, out of your day to, to watching and listening to me discuss the economy of the United States. Again, I'm, I'm a young, I'm a young student speaking my mind on these things and, and I want to stay as, as mutual and unbiased as possible in, in a friendly way. And I'm happy just to have any discussions with any of you guys who are willing to have them. Uh, again, let me know if you guys want to hear more of these, and I will continue making more podcasts happily. All right, guys, it's going to be in this video. Thank you so much.